what's occurring? What's occurring? Presented by Zwift. How are you, mate? Good, mate. Good. Here we are. Tour de France. Yeah. Both of us sat in Brest. Lovely, eh? It's nice of you, mate. Yeah. Sat in the Brest. Can't complain. Yeah. Um, we're just saying before, well, 30 seconds ago, this is our second birthday, mate. Yeah, it all started, didn't it? In the tour 2019. All them moons ago. And now, start from the bottom, now we're here. Yeah, still with, uh, we haven't got the best equipment, but we're getting by, aren't we? Well, that was a good start. We already uh, messed up the recording somehow, then. Yeah, take two, here we go. So, <laughs> yeah, pod's two years old. We're flying, mate. Yeah, good to see us still going. Got, um, got a sponsor. How many listeners are we having now? Loads. Oh, mi- well, I was going to say millions. Thousands at least. George, how many hits are we getting? Had over a million and a half plays since Crikey. we started. Oh, well, there we go. Quality. Well, thanks for listening, guys. Or just your mum on repeat. Yeah, she's been busy. <laughs> million and a half list plays for who didn't catch that. Mega. Um, but yeah, here we are on Tour de France, so... Don't know when this will be released, but this is being recorded on Friday afternoon. Uh, so obviously it kicks off tomorrow. We've had a busy... Busy few days, so we 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 fly in on the Wednesday, um, and we did a we flew into the stage five TT, did a recon there, and flew into Brest, straight to the PCR, and straight back to the hotel. So that's like the first day of riffraff, and then second day got here, went out on the bikes for a couple of hours, seen the final of uh, did the recon for the first stage. Just seen the final 10k, didn't we? But uh, yeah, yeah, should we talk about that? Yeah, solid, didn't it? Yeah, stage one solid. We saw, as you said, the last 10k in this uh, quite a wide road, fast downhill, in it, and then you get into the town around 5k to go, and then yeah, turn left, well, a couple of corners, then turn left onto the climb, and it's solid. It's um, 3k from the corner, I think, and uh, the first k is the hardest, it's pretty mm-hmm. steep. Um, must be close to 10% in the steepest bit, say. Yeah. I think it's average around 8, 9. And then it sort of gradually levels off all the way to the top, but it's hard. So it's interesting. Like, you know, guys like Caleb, I don't know if it would be too hard for them or... I, think, I think it'd be too hard for him. Yeah? I think, yeah. Just thinking about San Remo, though, this year, like, how good was he up there? Like, I know it's completely different now, but... You know, if it was A to B flat and then shut up, up that to finish... Maybe, but it's 190k, 3,000 meters, which is like quite strange for the f- first stage of a grand tour in it to already yeah. have like a challenging day. But I see it more as like, yeah, that's true. 3,000 meters is a decent chunk of climbing, yeah. It's just that continuity of you know, repetition of suffering throughout the day, which will add up for them guys. I see it like uh, Van der Poel, Van Art, Mike Matthews, Cole Brady. Colb Rally for sure. Alaphilippe. Philippe for sure. Sargon, if he's on a really good day, maybe. Yeah. Maybe. Yeah, we were saying, if this was three years ago, you'd say Sargon. There wouldn't be any other names, really, no. would there? No, no, no. But it goes to show it's pretty... Uh, it's good these days with the whole... Um, well, it's just more competitive, isn't it? The Peloton with everything. So who, who, who are you saying then? I'm going to say Matthew Vanderpool. Yeah. Stage one. 
I'd say he's hot favourite. Um, you? I want to go for like. Part of me thinks Van Aert, then part of me wants to go a little rogue and go for Colbrelli. He's not that rogue, no, but he wouldn't rogue, be. Mate. But he wouldn't be. Those two, everyone's going to be talking about an Alaphilippe. And he'd be the next level down in commentators' minds anyway. Alaphilippe would be hard to beat as well. Like he, I think there'd be a lot of guys waiting for that sprint. You know, Colbrelli, Van der Poel, maybe, who knows with him. But I think Alaphilippe will have to attack, won't he? Yeah, that's the thing. If he goes... Like, but then Bahrain do have a good team to chase now. Yeah. You know, in, in uh, Dauphiné, they run out of men, but, you know, here they've obviously got, you know, eight good guys. Yeah, yeah. So it'll be an interesting final because it's one of them, yeah, like you just say, someone could go and could stay away or, you know, could quite easily be brought back and it could be a sprint, so. And that's just us talking about the final 3K and first stage of the tour. It's just a shit day, isn't it? Like oh, yellow jersey on the line. Yellow jersey on the line. Everyone thinks they can win the Tour de France. Everything's one thinks they can win the stage. Every director's saying the same thing. Stay in the front. Don't get caught behind the crashes. And especially stuff. if there's a bit of rain. Like there was talk of a bit of rain, but now apparently they're saying it's okay. So, but that adds the stress as well yeah. if it's damp. It's gonna be a messy day, but I think we just gotta. For us, it's more case of. You know, you said to me now, right, we get to the finish, there was no crashes, we all, you know, the guys who have to stay on the same time, stay on the same time, you take it. It's not like it's a day to gain for us, it's just a, we can only lose, can't we, really? Mm. Mm. So just stay out of that shit show and keep it rubber side down. But yeah, we were talking about the day, weren't we? Yesterday. Yeah, so yesterday, yeah, we did that ride, as you say, the recon got back straight to lunch, then there was massage, then a press conference, although... Press conference is a lot easier, is a lot better in COVID times, really, being selfish. So it means I don't have to go anywhere, just jump on Zoom on George's laptop on the bus, knock out 15 minutes, and then, yeah, straight back to my room. So, although I wasn't back to my room, I went to get a coffee, and then Dave B was on there on the truck, <laughs> and he, yeah, ended up just chatting to him for like half an hour. You know what it's like when Dave gets going. But, uh, and then straight from there, what did we do then? Oh, ride a briefing. That's where we go. And uh, obviously Prudhomme's there with... Uh, what's his name, the other dude? I don't know. It's the guy. Anyway, some other dude, anyway. And they talk about... Um, well, they have a little video, don't they, of the year yeah. before. Big highlights thing. Um, that must have been quite hard for Roglic to watch, to relive again in front of everyone as well, wasn't it? It's like, like salt in the wound, right? It just shows... Basically, him in yellow, him in yellow, him in yellow, him winning the stage, and then, bam, yeah, car in yellow in Paris. Or, or it could have just got him super up for it. So, but anyway, yeah. So we watched that. You know, all the stages. You know, the winners of every stage. Um, it's kind of weird watching it and not having been in the race actually. Yeah, yeah, I can imagine. Because obviously done it for so long, but yeah, and then they talk about just a few logistic things like you know the whole littering and. I don't know, time bonuses and all that presentation. Yeah, all these different protocols basically. Just zone out, really, don't you? Yeah, it's pretty standard, straightforward stuff. But so yeah, we do that. But luckily, our hotel was literally hundred hundred meters down the road. Whereas normally we, it's an hour drive. You drive there, you do the ride briefing, you hang around for like two hours, and you do this other stuff. Whereas here we could just 
roll down, do that, roll back to the hotel, go to your room for another half an hour, go back and uh, plain sailing. Made it a lot easier, didn't it? Then we do the pictures, videos. They're a bit weird as well, aren't they? Like, well, they point a camera in your face and they say, like, do something do, funny. Yeah, this is the funny part. It's like <laughs> I'm not, well, I'm not a that? clown. Uh, it's supposed to be French. Sounds like German, Belgian. Yeah. Yeah, Sorry. and you're like awkwardly. Yeah. thumbs up or <laughs> just feel like a knob don't you but uh, uh, do that and then it's the team presentation isn't it simple yeah um, team presentation was a bit um, crap yeah like I know it's COVID times and stuff and they can't really interview us on the stage and things but I don't know it was just we rolled up they said everyone's name and then they just said okay go yeah which is gr- kind of great for us you know we just it's over within a flash and there's no travelling around but I don't know. There's been some good ones in the past. Yeah, the um, the one in Holland was good. Where you got on, on the boat. boats, yeah. Germany was good. They didn't. You remember like riding through the narrow streets? And yeah. There was just shitloads of people. I think that's partly obviously COVID as well. I think so, like you yeah. don't get the atmosphere, yeah. and although some of them have been pretty bad as well, I mean, we're just getting booed. Oh. Remember man. that one time? Like, Froome was getting interviewed. He was maybe two, two meters away from me. I couldn't hear what he's saying. No. People booing him. That was. Where was that? That was that was at Brown Deer, wasn't it? Was it seventeen? Was it sixteen or seventeen? Egan's first tour. Eighteen. That was nine, eighteen. Eighteen. That was his first tour. Really? Was it there? Yeah, because we. Oh, I remember. Yeah, he was quite a bit shook up. Wasn't like he? before, we went for the presentation. I said to him, like, just a heads up, like, we could cop some shit here, you know, like expect them to boo us a, a little bit, and uh, we were right riding to the start, and you reacted to one person, didn't you? <laughs> <laughs> Which isn't like you. What's your, what's your problem? Anyway, we get on the stage and it's just like a roar of booze. We just got booed out of there, didn't we? There were some cheers though. It's kind of turned into a competition then, didn't it? So I remember there was a Welsh flag and there was yeah. a couple cheering and they yeah. were trying to out... Cheer the rest of the time. Yeah, which was never going to happen. But yeah. But that was funny, yeah. And then Egan got back on the bus and it was like he's seen a... He was white like he's seen a ghost. Yeah. He was just in shock. It was pretty horrible. But... I think changing teams has helped with that. They because all of them they're not sports fans. They just they hear something. They hear some knobhead on French TV saying yeah. something negative about us, and then they just go out and boo us. But they don't actually realise that Sky is now in the which is now Grenadiers. Yeah. And they're not a fan of the sport. They just go out to it's just pantomime for them, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. Basically. If you get to the stage, we just laugh about it, don't you? Yeah. That was the same year I ripped that um, oh, sign yeah. off that. Spectator, that blew up, didn't it? Jesus, um, <laughs> all fun and games. Yeah. But you missed an important part of the day yesterday. At lunch, we did a uh, sweepstake for the euros. Yeah. So we all put in fifty euros. Well, we didn't. Four of us have. I still, I'm still debt collecting off the other four. Um, Sixteen teams left in the euros. Eight riders. So we had two teams each. You did well, didn't you? Yeah. I, I mean, <laughs> yeah. I got Wales and Croatia, so I mean, at least I got Wales. At least I can back them even more now. Um, but yeah, I can't see me winning the the four hundred bucks. You got you got Belgium. Got yeah, that. Belgium and Switzerland. So it's all on Belgium basically. But that's a tough side of the draw because I didn't realise really we were looking at it, weren't we? And Wales side is actually pretty good. It'd be pretty sweet. Can you imagine Wales England oh, semi final? Brilliant <laughs> and and very possible. Yeah, 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 yeah. 
Well, you've got to get through well, Holland. Yeah. You've got to get through Denmark and Holland. That's yeah. Well, probably Holland. That's hard, but possible. Yeah, England got to beat Germany though. So yeah, didn't have not great though, they. But yeah, so we have got that to go. I've uh, I'm in the process of getting the schedule printed off. Put that on the bus. I've taped. I'm gonna tape the eight fifty euro notes to the wall. <laughs> so yeah, we're getting there. Getting there. Um, I think. One thing we'll do now, well, run through a team, should we? Our team. Yeah, yeah, so obviously there's us two. Don't think we need to talk too much about us. No, just weapons, two Welsh weapons. This is your seventh. Seventh, yeah. Start. Your eleventh. My eleventh, yeah. We're getting on, mate. Got a yellow jersey and a lantern rouge between us. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and a second and a last but one. Your last but one as well? Yeah, 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 yeah. okay. You'll get there one day, mate. Hold your me either end of the yeah. peloton. Spit roasted the peloton. <laughs> um, yeah, so that's, that's us too. I mean, I'm here to day in, day out. Donna Steep, that's clear. Help you boys where I can. You're here to win the bugger. Simple as. Mm. M- moving on, we got uh, Billy, also known as Richard Carapaz, but his name's Billy. And he's kind of co-leader with you and he yeah obviously completely different rider um, which I think will work well when we come into the mountains like it gives us two good cards to play we don't know how we're going to be when we get there anyway you know situation could be completely different well it will be different anyway but hopefully we'll both still be up there um, when we get into the mountains but I think having two different styles will will kind of yeah. will actually work quite well in our favour really as long as the main thing is the communication. That's the point where it could... The only danger point, really. See. Yeah. But it's gone well so far this year, so hopefully we can just continue that really well. And we got Zabi Zandio in the in the car behind as well, who's obviously Spanish, and he can translate if needed. But, um, yeah, I think that could work well, really. Yeah. Good one-two duo. Then we got Teo Gegenhart. Uh He's obviously... Another previous Grand Tour winner, won the Giro, uh, and he's just going to be... First so, time here. Yeah, popping his popping his Tour de France cherry. Uh, so he's, he's buzzing to be here and he's excited, and uh, it's be interesting to see, you know, you'd say the Tour is that slight level up. Uh, be interesting to see how he can go here, but certainly he's going to be, you know, at home in the mountains and uh, he'll be... Yeah, be some boy. Yeah, super talent, and hopefully, yeah, he's another card to use as well when it comes to it. Hopefully, so along with Richie Port, fresh out of his podium last year, best result ever in the tour. So, thirty six, going strong as ever. So, uh, and he just won the Dauphiné, like just won Dauphiné, yeah, just won Dauphiné, third in the tour last year. Um, yeah, he can time trial with the best. He can climb with the best or he is the best so uh, you know out and out mountain climber he's pretty hard to beat isn't he so and good to have him back because obviously he was in the you know he was in the team previously when it was Sky ridden the tour with him we know how he works yeah. um, you know whether he you know how it pans out but we know he's a, a loyal fella as well so uh, yeah. he's just got a bit grumpier haven't he with his age I think oh yeah yeah that's that, that's what you give him <laughs> do you to think what <laughs> he's going to be what's he going to be like next year oh man <laughs> but uh, 
No, he's good to have around. Good bloke, and he knows how the team dynamics work and how we like to operate. So, uh, yeah, good asset. Moving on to Castro. Yeah, well, super domestic, and he's ridden numerous Grand Tours, fresh out the Giro this year, high on morale, helping Egan. I think, um, yeah, he's done quite a few tours with us. He knows the score. He, You know, he's fully part of that way we ride and how we communicate, etc. on the road. So, yeah, one of those really reliable guys, basically. He'll just be... He's just solid, isn't he? I think if you... For me, Castro epitomises the super domestique. He's like one of one of, if not the best, you know, mid mountain, flat, and in mountains, just all around domestiques in 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 the current peloton. He's like professionally, he can help out on the flat. He's there over the lumpy stuff. He's even there towards the end of the big mountains. So uh, his attitude as well. You know, he's always sort yeah. of. Yeah. He's never like super high and super low. He's just consistent. Always. For three Happy weeks, you know what you're going to get, don't you? Yeah. I'll tell you now what he's going to do on stage 18. You know, yeah. he's, he's just, for example, he's just, yeah, he's, he's he's good to have. And then we've got... Dylan. Dylan, yeah. Dylan Van Baal. Dylan Van Baal, the, probably one of the biggest trainers in the team. Isn't he? Do you reckon you out-train him or do you reckon he out-trains you? It's close. Uh, close between you two, I reckon. It is close, actually. Yeah, I and don't Pavel. really know. Yeah. He's a bit more sort of when he trains though he he has more blinkers. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. He's yeah. like a horse with just blinkers on, and yeah. he just goes out and just just does it, you know. <laughs> yeah. But um, he's just a strong old boy, and he you know yeah. he's coming from, you know, he's up there in the classics. He can climb, you know, punch well above his weight in the climbs. Um, you know, if there's wind or hectic days, he's good in that. And again, he's ridden quite a few tours with with us pair and in within our team now so you know he knows the system gets on with it keeps his head down and yeah. just does his job to a very high level doesn't he so uh, another weapon really for sure last but not least little lass's son <laughs> Quiato yeah he's well another sort of uh, it's not much to say is it yeah he's done many tours with us now haven't he since yeah what, 17 maybe every year since he's joined the team he's been there and he's yeah. been a pivotal piece of the jigsaw and he's um, just great to have like especially for someone like me when you're one of the leaders just to follow him when it gets all hectic all you got to do is follow him and you know he'll sort of have you there um, saying that I do prefer following you to him Yeah, he's a bit more he goes through a few smaller gaps <laughs> I think he's just a bit smaller than you maybe but yeah. yeah but no he's yeah someone that knows how to just use the peloton surf that wave so to speak and I guess I'm a bit bigger, aren't I? So I've got to get myself through first. Exactly, yeah. yeah. But he's a guy who's... Yeah. Like I guess Castro what, as well, isn't he? Strong everywhere. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's it. Them two are very similar. They climb very well. Okay, Kriata's probably got the edge in the, the flatter stuff, but yeah, them pet. I mean, all around, you, sitting here now, you can't talk highly enough of the team. It's not just because, you know, there are teammates and it's our team. It's just saying as it is. It's a it's a very very strong team. Yeah. So, you know, is it the strongest? It doesn't really matter. You know, it's there's plenty of strong teams, plenty of strong riders, but essentially it comes down to the strongest guy, doesn't it? And that's uh, that's your leader. So, you know, you're only as good as your leader. So, but I think we're you know we're there or thereabouts with the top teams. Um. So that's our that's our lineup. Bring it on. Yeah, that's the Grenadiers. So what about um? 
Well, a few predictions then. Predictions. So, what we're thinking is we'll run through every jersey, who, who we think will win the jersey come Paris, each jersey, and Team GC. So, we'll fire it off with the white jersey. White jersey? Well, I think... Uh, There's one name in there. Yeah, Pogacar is a bit of a standout name there, isn't it? It's kind of like, the white jersey is almost like, well, it's not forgotten, is it, for them boys, but I don't know. But it used to be the white jersey would be like 10th or 12th on GC, this young guy who in a few years will compete for the yellow. But Yeah, now, or 5th or something. But Yeah, but now the young guys are so good, it's like, if you you know, who's won it in recent years? Pogacar, Egan. Yeah. Uh, Yates, he won it, but he was on the podium. Who won it when I won? Uh, who was on the podium? Uh, I can't remember. Alaphilippe won polka dot. Hang on, who was on the podium when you won? Uh, oh, on the podium was Froome and Dumoulin. So oh, yeah. was wasn't that. Um, oh, was it Latour? Yes. Yeah, Latour. Yeah, 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 Latour, yeah, yeah. So, yeah, I think that's a simple one, isn't it? It's hard to look past Podjakar. not really worth running through many other names because he's just such a standout. Yeah, I wouldn't even know. Who else? Um, Lucas Hamilton for Mitchelton. Right. Uh, I don't know. I don't know. I think... <laughs> T- Taylor's not a young rider? No. No, no, he's not a young rider. Um, yeah, Podjakar, he'll win that. Moving on, KOM jersey, polka dot. Yeah, so it's a tricky one, isn't it? Because I think it's someone that will be out the GC because then they can go and, uh, you know, big breakaways when there's loads of climbs. And I think someone, you know, Nibali, I think I think he probably will lose time. He's obviously done the Giro. I think he's here more for the Olympics. I think him, um, guys like that. Maybe Yatesy, actually. Yatesy... Well, he says he's not going GC, so he could maybe go for a few big days out. Um, you know, movie star. You'd say, like, you know Valverde or someone like that. Like, uh, no disrespect to him, but he's, it's highly unlikely that he's going to podium. Yeah. So you'd think, but they're so hung up on that Team GC all the time, aren't they? That, like, he... Even though your actual individual GC, it, the team GC is different, isn't it? It's just your best three guys every yeah. day. But he never seems to just lose time. Like he always. He goes to the line every top day. Top 10, isn't he? Yeah. Like every yeah. Grand Tour he does. So. Um, well, I've, I've actually done a bit of research, like thinking, rather than just looking at the start list now. <laughs> so I'm going to say mine. And I'm struggling between two people Ala Philippe and Gilliam. I think that's how you say it. Gillian Martin, Martin, Martin for Cofidis. Uh One of them two. I don't know if Alain Philippe's riding GC. He said he's not, but... Is he going see. to the Olympics? He's not, is he? Alain Philippe, no. But I'm going to go Martin, Martin. Martin or Martin? For Cofidis. He's going to win polka dot. He's my bet. Yeah? Bit of an outsider. What about Dan Martin? What about him? Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> I think... Is that your name? It's not, no, but I no. think he's someone that might, it could go for it. Yeah. I'm sure he's good enough. Um, oh, God, yeah. Oh, yeah, I am just scanning the, the start list now. I may, 
Why not Yatesy then? Why don't you think Yatesy? No, I don't know. I just think Martin. You go for Yates if you want, mate. Yeah, I might go Simon Yates then, because I think... There's uh, got to be some kind of bet involved with all this as well. Whoever gets the most prediction right, the other person... Maybe pays. when we retired, mate. What? Well, we can't bet on cycling, can we? No, but like, just like... No, we can't. No, no. <laughs> we, we could... Uh... No, you can bet between you. Like, if I get more right, we go for dinner and you have to pay for everything. And I'm going to have like... Champagne and lobster and stuff. We could do that, <laughs> couldn't we? Is that legal? I don't think so. Yeah, yeah. Well, let's do it. <laughs> um, yeah, so the, I'll go for Simon Yates. Okay. Do it for the UK. Polka dot. Simon Yates versus Martin. Next one. Moving on. Bit trickier. Green jersey. Now, this I think year, it's more straightforward, green jersey. I think it's very complicated because I see... Previous years has been uh, less sprints, so the green jersey has had to be someone who is capable of going in the breaks in the transition days and even, you know, the lesser mountain days and get them intermediate sprints points. This year, there's, I think, we'll see how it goes, but there should be potentially eight sprints. So I see it as a bit more of a sprinter's traditional green jersey competition. So I'm just going to get straight to the point and back my boy, Caleb Ewan. Yeah, I was actually going to say Caleb as oh, well. Um, real original. Yeah. Well, let's run through some names. Sagan, obviously. Yeah. Van der Poel, apparently, is he's more for the first week. And then, is he pulling out, or is he just... Is he? Is he doing the games? Mountain bike? Yeah, mountain bike, isn't he? Him, Van Aert, Cobrelli, Demar. Uh, I think Van Aert will, will go all in. He'll be allowed to go all in for that. I think he could. I think Just he'd be... <laughs> well, he could do, couldn't he? I think he's, he, if he went all in, he's the favourite. It's as simple as that, because he can get points where the others can't. You know, yeah. the first two stages, whatever, you know, he can get points where others can't, but obviously he's got that burden of, of Roglic. Yeah, yeah. Cole Brady? Strong show. He was... Well, he's flying... Dauphiné, wasn't he? It was unbelievable, yeah. Dauphiné, yeah. Yeah. Um, so have I got, I've got to say someone different then. So I will go... I'll go... I'll go Cole Brady then. I'll go a bit outsider. Okay. Again, he's not really an outsider, is he? But No. <laughs> always try and pretend you're picking the underdog. <laughs> Just finish. He wouldn't be the... the the name on... No, but he finished top two four times in Dauphiné, which was two weeks ago. Yeah, but there's no other sprinters there, though, really, was there? Yeah, he's fine, mate. Give me a break. <laughs> Jesus. No, but, yeah, 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 yeah. It's not that much of an outsider, no. no. Um, see, oh, with I... Martin, though, your pick for polka dot, I just can't see him... I can see him fighting to try and be a top ten, because top ten for copper, this will be big. Yeah. You can't change now. No, I'm not, mate, I'm... I'm... Bank? Ah, I'm banking on him. He'll yeah. be alright, he will. He's going to win the spotted jersey. Um, alright, we'll do podium in Paris, gold, silver, bronze, Mayo Jean. Uh, I think I might duck out of this one, just because. Because uh, you're in the running. <laughs> yeah, hopefully I will be, yeah. Alright. So. It's fair enough, I'll let you bow. I'm going to go. Win on a back, you mate. It's the Gareth Thomas and Luke Rowe podcast. I'm not going to sit here and say any other names. So, 
G for number two. Yellow jersey. You fucking got this, mate. <laughs> uh, second, Thanks. Roglic, third, Podjikar. Mm. I mean, it's not that out there, I know, but, you know, I'm here to win this bet, not just compete. So, you, Roglic, Podjikar, and I think, uh, yeah, back you, mate. Mm. I've got a feeling one of them won't make it on the podium. Maybe do a bit of a... You know, like when Egan won the tour, the next mm. year he came back and he what you know, he's, he's last year he was at the picture, wasn't he? Maybe there's a chance Rock Podgecar does that. I mean, there's no signs to suggest that's going to happen because he's been flying, hasn't he? Yeah, um, both of them been flying, but anything it's just possible. not. Yeah, and it's not just about being strong either, is it? You need a bit of luck, you need a bit... And this first week and everything like that. Everything's got to go your way. And, you know, you, you've you been in a position or a lot of the GC guys been in a position many a time where you've won the race, a big race, you come back, you've got number one. You know, he's got the burden of the nation on his back. Mm. Um, the team, you know, built it around him. And it's a lot of pressure for, a, like, how old is he? 23, 24? 20, I don't know. He must be, maybe 22. turns 23 this year, or 20. Jeez, okay, so he's 22, whatever. Yeah. It's a lot of pressure on a young man's shoulder, so, you know. Here's one for you. Do you know the last person to win the tour for the first time and then defend it the next year? Do I know the first person to have done that? Uh, or the last person to have done that, so. bit controversial, because he's kind of been stripped of them now anyway, but. Lance? Yeah. Is the, Back in 99, 2000, was the last person to win it for the first time, then win it again the next year. Wow. So no one else has done that? No one else has done that ever? Oh, no, they have ever, because obviously Indurain, I think, did five oh, in a row. Okay. But the last few... Per- so it's 20 years since somebody's done that. Wow. I think that just shows, in a normal year, I think it is a bit different for Pogacar, because obviously the whole pandemic, like he hasn't been as busy as what you'd normally be after winning the Tour. So that's kind of in his favour a little. Although I've heard stuff about he's been having to do loads of media stuff here, there and everywhere recently. Yeah. But um, certainly different to a normal year. Yeah. So that could play in his favour. But I think that just shows, you know, 20 years is a long time. Yeah, 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 yeah. Very long time. It's... And just for me, it's just the age as well. Like he, he wasn't expected to go there and win the tour. Like he's always going to be... We thought, like last year, we thought, oh, this, this guy's good, you know, he's going to be there or thereabouts, but to win it, no. And then suddenly, he probably never thought he could win it either. Turns up, wins it, and suddenly, you know, suddenly he's he's made it, you know, he's on the big stage in Slovenia, that's like a relatively small nation, he's a big name back there now, and there's a lot of eyes on him, and, mm. you know, and, and if he goes back and doesn't win, it's, it's, it's brutal, but it's like for him, anything but a win is a fail. Like when you, won it mm. and he went back and got second unreal second but you know it's yeah, not the same is it second, yeah. yeah so we'll see, we'll see. Yeah, it'll be interesting for sure they're the best two aren't they yeah but just it'd be nice for the commentators to remember there is uh, quite a few other bike riders in the race that can actually yeah. perform well as well so I only say that because I was watching one race I can't remember what it was now it was in Tenerife so it must have been Oh, I think it was uh, one of the Ardennes. And the commentators, man, for like half an hour, the only three riders they mentioned were Alaphilippe, Van der Poel and Van Aert. Yeah, yeah. It's like, jeepers, come on. 
I seen a report about the Belgian national championships, and it says um, Van Aert wins, Remco gets third, and it's like, what about the dude who got second, <laughs> uh, Edward Duns? It's like, it's weird, isn't it, to say first and third, and just not even mention second. But anyway. <laughs> and the final classman, uh, Team GC. Well, the movie star, isn't it? Oh, I was going to say that. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, yeah. I've got to pick someone different, haven't I? Um, if it was a different way of it, because basically Team GC is your best three riders on each stage, so it's not a like a cumulative thing. It's just each stage is independent of the the rest. So, like we would have a really good chance of winning that, but what where we mess up? Well, not mess up. Where we are end up being out of it is. The breakaway days, we don't go in the breakaway. Breakaway days here sometimes get ten minutes. Suddenly, and they have two guys in there. We well, have still got two guys. That's twenty, 20 minutes. minutes. Yeah. So. Yeah, I mean, movie star, uh, they've won it. I think of the last six or seven years, they won it all by one. Where we won it. Yeah. Um, but I guess if you're gonna go, movie star, my hands are tied, and I'd probably say us to be to be honest. Um, and again, that's just me being honest. I think with, you know, an array of top climbers in our team, um, I'd probably say us as next favourites, but behind movie star. So, yes, I'm picking us. That's my pick. That reminds me. What about the new kit? That total energy kit is bad, eh? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, they look like a rainbow. Oh. And then um, Van der Poel's team, they had a new kit just for the presentation, apparently. Yeah, that was, I actually thought it was really cool. So there was a picture of, uh, who was it, George? Pudidor. Yeah, him. Um, <laughs> like 40 years ago or something, wasn't it? Or? Yeah, Van der Poel's granddad. Yeah, yeah. So it's Van der Poel's granddad wearing that same kit, sat in the bonnet of a retro, well, a car at the time, um, drinking a bottle of water, and they kind of mimicked that. So that was, I think that wins in terms of... Uh, coolness it was pretty sweet but they just bought it for the presentation I think I don't think they're going to race yeah. it it's a nice sentiment but I think it looked a bit shit though no I quite liked it really would uh, you go into a shop and be like oh yeah that's a nice jersey I'll buy that <laughs> no no but it's more the story behind it yeah exactly like, the imagine, story imagine cool, your but... granddad bought something and then you could like replicate it I rate that yeah cool story shit top got heartless aren't you <laughs> where's your soul going <laughs> Uh, but yeah, then the Jumbo got a new jersey as well, haven't they? Yeah. Then, is it the whose names are on it? The riders or fans or what? Fans. Fans. Oh, fans' names. That's pretty cool. Ooh, lovely. Yeah. Then you got uh, what's it called? Um, Fubeka Asos got. They got two new sponsors, haven't they? One is Burberry, which is uh, yeah, pretty cool, and then they got. A new cryptocurrency. I saw that. Signed up to a five-year deal, and it's like that's got to be the a sponsor with the least faith. Yeah, what's the word? Longevity. Yeah. That's a good word. Longevity. Yeah. You wouldn't have much confidence, like yeah. a new cryptocurrency <laughs> will sponsor you for five years. In like one of the most volatile, I don't understand all this cryptocurrency, but no. quite a volatile market, I think. And uh, so we'll see how long that one lasts. Have you heard of the crypto queen? The uh, it's a podcast. No. 
Well, it's good, mate. You should, uh, once everyone's finished listening to this, they should go and search for that. It's like Search of the Crypto Queen or something. Or and Basically, it's about how they scammed, or this woman scammed everyone, and she made, like, billions and then's gone vanished off the face of the earth with all those, these billions of everyone's money. It's like a pyramid scheme type thing, basically. And Yeah. But um, doing all these big shows and events and, like, still making money now, even though... Just scamming people. It's, yeah. I'm not saying that's what Rassas have signed up to, but <laughs> like, <laughs> but yeah. Anyway, off tangent. Yeah. So yeah, a few new kits. Going to be exciting. Three weeks. Hopefully, we'll get a few of these done. See how tired we are throughout the next few weeks. Probably quite tired, but um, maybe on the rest days or something we'll tune in, talk about the week. Yeah. Blah, blah, if it blah. was like easy enough to do, we could always. This isn't going to happen, but at some stage it might. If we just have a quick debrief of the stage and then a prediction for the next day. Yeah. If we did one every night. But we need to sort of, we need an upgrade, don't we, of how we record this so it's a bit easier. But you never know. Work in progress. Never know. Never. Maybe, maybe by our third or fourth birthday we'll have this. Yeah. We'll yeah, have yeah. this down, yeah. lockdown. But yeah, that's the Tour de France preview. It's going to be an exciting three weeks. Uh, yeah, happy days. Sweet. Catch you later. Ciao, ciao. Ciao, ciao.